What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to have you here with me for another episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And of course, we're here on the Inspired Choices Network, where we have so many amazing hosts and wonderful, wonderful podcasts for you to listen to or watch on your TVs as well. So today, such an interesting day. And I know I start a lot of shows saying this, but I am just, I'm really just loving how the universe works, how my guides work, and to be honest, how I work. Today is a day that's filled with so many different influences. A few weeks ago when I uh, did the title for my show and set the information in, I was like, why am I going to be talking about my suicidal thoughts again? I figured, you know, I've done this before, but it was very clear that I needed to revisit this. So I thought, okay, I'm learning to follow very well when I'm spoken to and given guidance. Not perfect, but I'm getting better. And so I submitted the show. So here we are now on May 3rd, 2023. And this week is mental, or sorry, health, mental health awareness week, sorry. Or some people are saying mental health uh, awareness month for the whole month of May. But a lot of the information for it is really intensified into this week. I have found from my own personal experience in the past that when there's a real focus on mental health through the media, like the Bell Let's Talk Days, uh, suicide awareness and prevention in September, on September 10th, and then the whole month, when, when we have these focuses, I would always feel the energies of what I was struggling with a lot more, like so much more. I'm aware of it this week as well. Not that I'm struggling the same way, but when you have kind of tuned in to a certain vibration for a very long time and the cells in your body and the chemical responses in your body are all very familiar with it, it's super easy to still tap back into it. So that's been part of the week as we've started off. And then tomorrow we have a full moon and that will bring in all kinds of energies for many people. A lot of people are already feeling the effects. And then Friday, we have a lunar eclipse. And eclipses throw things kind of wonky on a regular basis as well. Now, fortunately, we don't have too many of them in a calendar year, but we definitely have at least four. So we've got all this going on this week. And here I am going to talk about, hey, I had suicidal thoughts. And now look. Here I am sitting here with you on the Inspired Choices Network with my own TV and radio show. And so how the heck did I get here? So we're going to talk a lot about that. But first, I want to sort of back up a little bit and address some of the energies that are happening right now. Whether you believe in planetary 
influences on your day-to-day life or not, they happen. You don't have to be aware of them or buy into them. They happen all on on their own. Just like the moon has the effect on the tides and the oceans and the seas around the world. It does affect our body too, because our body is majority of water or of water. So why would it not affect the water in us as it affects the water that's in our oceans and seas? For some of you, that may be a stretch, but there's a connection. And then, as I said, there's this focus on mental health which is great, like it's not a bad thing, but it can make it more difficult for people who are currently having some struggles and difficulties. The most recent numbers I've read say that one in five people have suicidal thoughts or ideologies, depending on what terminology you want to use. I just use the word thoughts. One in five, that number is huge. It used to be one in eight. And now it's dropped down. All of the difficulties we've had over the last number of years worldwide, this number has risen. And that's really upsetting for me. Um, I find it difficult to look at that the numbers are going up instead of going down. One of the reasons I started talking about the way I had been thinking was to help others and to help them know that they could seek help or do things so that hopefully these numbers started to come down. Now that was also, I don't know, five years ago maybe. So before the whole world started shifting around, but here we are, one in five they say, and let's hope that the number doesn't get any um, larger, I guess the number of people that are thinking this way. When you think this way, does that make you a bad person? No. Does it make you wrong? No, absolutely not. Is there some information there for you? Yes. Definitely. However, it really, truly does not mean that you've done something wrong, that you are incorrect in any way, and that you are to blame. I really want to make this very, very clear. If we've got one in five people around the world right now that have these thoughts, how can 20% of our population be so wrong? It doesn't make sense to me. To me, it's the exact opposite. We've got 20% of our population who need some assistance because they are amazing, wonderful people who are just currently having a difficult time. Some of us have a difficult time for just a finite period. We can go through a very blue phase if you want, or a, a time of being very, very down. We can we can be thinking that we need to leave or would like to leave the planet for any number of reasons. And then we come out of it and we shift and then we carry on and those thoughts are kind of just left in the background. And we remember we had them, but they're not affecting us on a day-to-day basis anymore. So that is great if that's you. If you've been there and you've worked through it and you're no longer in that space, fantastic. Sending you all a really big hug. And then there's those that the cycle keeps going on and they keep flowing in and out of having these thoughts. This is difficult. And this makes things really hard for some individuals. 
because it just doesn't seem to go away. It lessens and things seem a little bit better. But it's like it's always in the background. It's always kind of hovering around. It's almost like it's waiting for an opportunity to say, oh, hey, remember, this is how we think. This has this is how much life sucks. This is how much you suck. Okay, no, you don't. What's happening for so many individuals is that we're responding to chemical responses in our body. We're not wrong. We've done nothing wrong. But we have these chemical responses in our body. Some have the chemical response as well in, uh, in, well, we all have the chemical response in our brain, but some have a different chemical structure that's also going on in the brain. And that's a whole other area, not one I'm as qual qualified to talk about. Um, I can talk about the chemical responses that are there from, from hormones and other uh, parts of our body that make us think this way. What gives me the ability to talk about it is because that's my experience. Am I a professional? Nope. Am I an expert? I'm an expert in what Karen has experienced. I'm an expert in what I have done that has changed my life around and continues to cause changes, improvements, at times mind-blowing things like, wow, this is so cool. Look where I am. And I feel confident sharing these with you because it's consistent, because it's growing, because I'm learning more, and I'm not going backwards. All right, enough of that. I just would really like to, to make it very clear that no one is wrong. No one is bad. Nobody is a lesser person because you have thoughts that you don't wish to have because you have thoughts of harming yourself or taking your life. So much can be done. And I would like to share with you some of that today. You may be even experiencing more of these thoughts this week. The planetary influences will bring some of this up for some of you. Mercury retrograde is also happening right now. Forgot that one at the beginning, which is no surprise because it's one that messes up communication. So it is here and it will bring stuff up from your past. So if you've been thinking poorly of yourself or had difficulties with depression or anxiety in the past, you may find that bits of it are coming back or perhaps a whole whack of it is coming back now. That can be from the planets. That can be from the full moon, and that can be from Mercury retrograde. As well, it can be because there's a fee, because there's a focus now on mental health. So in other words, be kind to you. There's so much going on. There's so many thoughts flying through my head right now that, to be honest, I am trying to stay very focused, not speak too quickly, and not get too jumbled up with all of the energies that are here. And that takes some practice. And you can learn to do that as well. It truly is mindset. And I don't mean sitting there and saying, everything's fine. And like, oh, everything's fine. No, don't be like that. Don't be robotic. When I say mindset, I mean choosing to look at things from a different perspective, 
choosing to be open to learning something new and choosing that what you have been thinking, feeling, experiencing may not actually be correct for you. We learn from a very young age that everything that we, we feel, we experience, we the emotions, the physical body changes, attributes, everything, all that stuff, that if we feel, experience, and have all of this there, that it must be real and true for you. Well, sorry, no, that's incorrect. It does not mean it's real and true for you. It means you're experiencing something. And are you willing to look at it from a different perspective? Are you willing to let go of those ingrained beliefs that when I experience ABC, it equals this? That keeps us stuck. That keeps us trapped in that belief pattern and keeps us trapped in experiencing that same thing over and over and over again. And believe me, you don't have to stay there. You truly don't. It can change. You can change, right? It's the struggles you're experiencing do not have to be with you for life. Were they with me for 60 years? Uh, yeah, but they're not anymore. And it's one of my goals is that I can share information with you so you don't have to wait until you're 60 years old to start to be able to figure this out. There is so much support out there. I'm actually currently uh, running um, an energy support group right now for people for all of these energies going on. Mercury retrograde, the full moon and the eclipse where I send energy out to a group of people every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to help them and to help their bodies navigate all of this information that's bombarding people. And people are saying they're sleeping better. Their moods are better. They're not getting as angry. They're not feeling like this one person was just saying to me, like just basic low vibration. There is many methods out there and energy work is a fantastic one to support you with all of these energetic changes that are going on around us. So if you'd like more information on that, we can talk about that at another time. Uh, I will be doing every month, twice a month, energy support. Um, sessions for people with full moon and new moon. So reach out if that was something that you'd be interested in hearing more about. You may be surprised. You may not think that the moon cycles affect you, but chances are they are. So we are up already to our first break. So when we come back, we will be continuing to look at what you can do to help yourself with all of these energies that are around. I'll give you some tools and some tips, some ideas, some things that you can do right now to help support your body and to help to support your, your mental health. As well, we're going to be looking uh, a little further into what would come next. All right, so thank you for being here with me on the Inspired Choices Network for this very uh, personal episode of Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I so appreciate you being here with me. And remember, as always, if there's something I bring up that you would like more information on or even ruffles your feathers and you don't agree, please send me an email. 
at Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. And I would be more than happy to have a conversation with you. So we're going to go now to our commercials and uh, I'll see you on the other side. So we'll be right back. Thanks, everyone. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you're here with me today. This is a really important topic. Important for me, and I hope it's an important one for many of you to listen to as well. And if you've got questions and you're listening live, please come on over to the Inspired Choices Network and join our chat room. It's inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash, I believe, chat room. And come on in, ask your questions, and we can talk about this together. Because I may well bring up a few things that you're kind of, you know, confused by or really excited about and want to have more information on, whatever it is, come on over and let's have this conversation live while we're here. And I also want to do a shout out at the moment. I often forget to truly recognize how amazing the professional team is here on the Inspired Choices Network. Whoa, I'm feeling a lot of emotion. Okay, I think I picked up a bit up on the team as well. They have phenomenal back-end producers and support people. And truly, my job is just to show up here and send some information out on a regular basis to the team as to, you know, what my shows are going to be and, you know, the dates and things like that. That's it. So if you are contemplating, you know, that you would love to be you know, a podcaster, have a TV show, which is what Inspired Choices gives us, which not very many people do, then truly, like the commercials say, send an email, right? Get in touch because it's much easier than you think. We have so many hosts. We would also be happy to chat with you as well about, you know, yeah, these ideas just arrived. Trust me, if you like to talk, 
you feel you've got something that you're very interested in, passionate about, or a, you know, something that you really want to communicate, then take the step like I did. There was no better way, truthfully, for me to be able to share the mental health advances that I have made than through a show like this. How else would I be able to reach as many people as I do every single week? It was a no-brainer for me. If I was going to help people around the world, then this was one of the platforms that I was choosing to do. As a result, I'm here with you saying, if you're struggling, you're not a bad person. You're not wrong. I don't care what anyone else has said to you throughout your life. Oh, you're too sensitive. Oh, you're so weak. Or stand up. What are you doing moving around? I don't, it doesn't matter what they've said to you when you've had a rough go. That's their opinion. That's their point of view. And it is not your truth. It may be their truth. And as a result, things are said to us with conviction and with that push energy or an angry energy or frustrated energy because they don't know how to help you. And it comes through in this other form. None of that means it's true. All you need to know is that you're amazing, even if you don't feel like it. And I did not feel like it. But inside you, there is still a little part that believes in you. And if you listen to last week's show on stepping into your light, you can gain a lot more information about that little light that's inside you. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to last week's show if you haven't listened to it. But we are all meant to be here. We are all here for some reason. It's different for every single one of us. And the, the lousy part of that is that we forget why we arrived once we arrive. As soon as we've, we've been born, as soon as we are birthed, all of that seems to go away. And then we start from scratch and figure out, okay, where's my place in this world? What am I supposed to be doing? Why am I here? Am I meant to help other people? And you have to sort it out on your own again. But we take the perspective that we need to figure this out based on other people's opinions, on other people's points of view, on their knowledge, on what's true for them. And then we accept that as what is true for how we're to guide our own life. Well, really, what if none of that was accurate? What if you could figure it out for yourself? And that's what I did. I had to understand that all of these well-meaning people and even the ones in my life that I could identify that were not so well-meaning with the way they spoke to me, that none of that was meant to dictate how I was to be from my personal soul's perspective. Now, they would have had their agendas on how they wanted to be. be. That's cool. That's them. I needed to be able to separate the two and focus in on me and understand myself. One of the ways I did that was understanding how the brain works, understanding chemical responses and those chemical response addictions that we have in our brain and our body. 
back last January, I did a couple of different shows on why we keep thinking the same thoughts and belief patterns and things like that. So you can go back to January and listen to those. I'm not going to go into the same detail with those today. But those addictions are real. And because they're real, creating a new way to think, creating a new thought pattern or a new behavior takes dedication, takes practice, takes support, takes some teachings, does not happen overnight. You need to understand what is going on. Once you have the awareness of what's happening, then you have the ability to change it. But if you're not aware of something, you can't deal with it. You can't work with it. If you don't get an idea for a new meal that you would like to cook for your family, if you don't get that awareness of something could be done differently, or, hey, there's an ingredient I'd really like to try, you won't make that dish. Never, never. It won't happen. You create that new dish by having the awareness that you would like to do something different. Same thing goes with our thought patterns. When you are aware of something, some new information, a new choice, a new way to think, then you have the ability to change it. Staying the same, maintaining the same points of view all the time, not being open to a new way of looking at things. You know, I've said this before, it's my father's favorite saying, when in Rome do as the Romans. When you stay in that way, you will stay the same. You will have very slim chance of creating anything new, different, better, exciting, whatever for you. One of the primary goals that I have with Cultivating Kindness with Karen is to get people to think differently. I had actually a lady write to me, I guess it was a couple of months ago now, and she was saying to me that she listens to the show because she loves how it makes her think out of the box. She loves how I give her new things to think about and new ways to look at something. That was That is it. That is what I want to achieve with Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I was thrilled to have that feedback. It is critical that we be open to trying something different, that we be open to thinking about things differently. Because these chemical reactions are like an addiction, when you understand that, you have more patience for yourself. When you have more patience, then you're more willing to continue to work with things. You're more willing to look for small changes, little bits of things that are altering. And we let go of that need for this big, drastic, like mind-blowing change that comes through. That can happen. Those types of miracles, yes, they can happen. Do they happen all the time? From my perspective, no. Can they? Yes. What kept me going was all of those little changes that I saw and those little bits that I would recognize and pat myself on the back for and say, okay, well done, good. When I add it all up and I look at who I am today and different things that I'm doing, 
Whoa, there is the mind-blowing part that comes through. However, it wasn't overnight, and that's okay. One of the key things, too, to recognize, and I, I know I've talked about this before, is that your mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is imaginary. And that may sound a little strange, and that's okay, but it truly has no idea as to if something is actually in your environment, two feet away from you that could cause you mortal harm, or whether you just had a thought about something that made you feel so uncomfortable that you went into fear and felt like you were in harm's way. It cannot tell the difference. When we recognize that, we understand it and we actually buy into it, so much changes. So a not quite as nice way to phrase this is your mind lies. It just out and out lies. It doesn't tell us the truth all the time. It'll look at, your brain looks at what's physically going on, what chemical responses are happening, what physical um, things are changing. Are you sweating? Are your pupils dilating? Or whatever it might be. Did you get cold or overly hot? And it gathers all of this information up. It kind of runs it through like an instantaneous mini little program and then comes out and says, ah, Karen is experiencing, and then it fills in the blank. And then the mind gives you that information. This is what you're experiencing. This is now what you have to do. But what if none of it's true? If you're dealing with anxiety and you're afraid to go out into the world and, the, and your mind is telling you the world is not a safe place to go. And also, I mean, this is for those of you who do not live in a war zone, who do not live in parts of the world where it truly is dangerous for you. I'm talking about the average person like myself, where the city I live in, sure, it has some areas that aren't great, but it's generally safe. So for me to be afraid to go out to the store or to go to an appointment somewhere, let's say I picked a new hairdresser and I was nervous to go into a new salon. The reasons for my fear have been made up by my mind. They're not actually true. It'll be based on past experiences and past lies that I've bought into. So there we go. Maybe burst a few bubbles for a few people with that and perhaps maybe annoyed a couple of people because we rely so heavily on our mind. I mean, the brain's job is to keep us safe, but it doesn't always do a good job with that. And when you can understand that and start to take responsibility for yourself as to how you wish to think and what works for you and what truly doesn't work for you based on your truth, so much changes. All right, I need to go again. We actually have to take another commercial break. The time is flying by here today. There's so much that I want to share with you. So please come back after the commercial break. We'll continue our conversation here on cultivating kindness with Karen on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, we're going to actually get into some tools and things that you can do to help shift the way you've been thinking so that you can find out what is true for yourself. All right, everyone, we'll be back shortly. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. 
These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. So how many of you actually listen to those commercials? Or do you get up and, I don't know, go get a glass of water or do something? That commercial talked about something that I really want to actually um, make sure that you heard. And that is that we have an app for your phone now. And it's amazing. I use mine all the time. And it's one of the ways I can keep up with the shows that I love to listen to on the Inspired Choices Network. So you can download it so easily. Just go um, and go to your, the space on your phone where you search out the apps and look for the Inspired Choices Network app and then download that and you will have free access. Or sorry, oh, right, thank you. I'm being, being guided here because this is not language I use. Go to your app store. There we go. And just search Inspired Choices Network in your app store and then you can download and then you'll have all of my shows as well as everybody else here on the network and you can listen to us at any time. Or if you have your favorite shows, you can listen to them again and again, because many of them are filled with so much wonderful information for you. All right. So back to our topic today, you know, suicidal thoughts to here I am sitting with you now. As I said, I have previous shows that I've done that have a similar uh, way of speaking about today's topic that most of them were in January that you can go back to and you can use your new app on your phone if you get it. And it'll have more details and more specifics on this. Right now, though, I really want to give you a couple of ideas and some tips on what you can do to help yourself now, today. Literally, use them today, tomorrow, Friday, when we've got all of these energies coming in with Mercury retrograde, the full moon, the lunar eclipse, like just everything that's going on right now, as well as Mental Health Awareness Week. So one you hear all the time at the end of my show, it's called Waves of Kindness. And that's all you do is you just say those three words, Waves of Kindness, 
pause. And that energy, those waves of kindness will just automatically start to flow to you. Let them go right through your body. As they move through, they will reduce or decrease the emotions and the energies that are not helpful for you. I have witnessed with somebody in front of me who was going going straight into the start of a panic attack. And I just said, I know this person really well. So I was able to just say, okay, stop. Call in waves of kindness. Now, call in waves of kindness. This individual did that. I could physically see the body relaxing. And then after, hmm, wasn't even two minutes. Um, and this person was familiar with ways of kindness. And then I said, all right, how are you now? And the response was, wow, so much better. Thank you. One of the ways to shift things quickly is to practice with your tools and have them there for you. So they're just, it's just like instant information. You can just say, oh, I'm feeling this. Oh, what do I need to do? Oh, call in waves of kindness. You can call in waves of kindness. And then once it, when they get started, and you may or may not feel them, it doesn't matter. Just give them a few seconds, six, eight, less than 10 seconds. And then have the intentions of actually sending them out gently, never push energy, gently flowing them out to another individual without an agenda, just from that space of kindness that they flow right through that person for if that person's body chooses to receive them, can receive the benefit as well. Right? So there's one, waves of kindness. Another really important thing is actually learning how to connect to your body. When we struggle a lot with mental health, anxiety, depression, whatever it might be, the first thing that happens is we disconnect from our body. We go to the mind. We we think that the mind can help us and get us out of this situation. Well, if that was true, then you would no longer be suffering with whatever it is that is there with you in that moment. If your mind could have figured it out from a logical perspective and using past information and past data, it would have done so by now and you would no longer be dealing with whatever it is in that moment. Reconnecting to your body is so important. It's critical. And I teach people how to do this all the time. It's like one of the first things when I'm working with my clients that I want them to establish for themselves. So that when they tap in, when they center themselves and they go fully present into their body and they can ask their body a yes or no question and then get an answer. So they can ask something like, okay, is this mine? And get a yes or no. Is what I'm experiencing real? Yes or no. Is this true for me? Yes or no. Then they can take the next step once they have that answer. But until you know and can acknowledge if something is true for you, and as I was saying earlier, until you have that awareness, you can't do anything with it. It's going to stay the same. The mind is going to stay doing what it's always done. That's its job. So reconnecting to your body is very, very important. 
There's lots of ways to do it. And there's lots of people who can help you, of which I'm one of them. As I say, it's one of, the, one of the things that I have all my clients learn to do. It makes their progress much quicker. It empowers you to, to have that ability to know what's right for you and what's not working for you. It minimizes that space of, I don't know, or I can't. And if you're getting that answer of, I don't know, well, maybe it only means that you just need some more information in order to make a choice. I don't know does not have to mean I can't, or I can't choose, or I, I am unable to answer. Most often, it means I need more information before I can answer. All right. Another way that people can, another tool that you can use if you're feeling anxious, um, really works well with anxiety. And it, uh, it's one that I really like. And it's taking your hands and putting them together, linking your thumbs a bit. It makes like a butterfly. And then putting it on your chest. I'm doing it a little higher so you can see me. But you can do it sort of heart height. And just hold. Maybe That may be all you need for some people. Others, add tapping in. This can stimulate the body to calm down. This can help you to breathe more slowly. Deeper. You can add breath work into just gently tapping your chest like this. You can call in waves of kindness at the exact same time and add to this process. It is wonderful. It's a way to help connect and re like reconnect to your body. Touching, holding, tapping are all excellent ways to reconnect your body. I just particularly like this one. Anyway works. It stimulates a different response in your body. Those are three techniques that are very simple. It takes a little bit of time to learn your yes and no, but they're ones you can use in a heartbeat whenever you need, once you establish them in a routine. Other things that really help, and this is part of the work I do, is helping people with clearing belief systems that have you stuck, helping you identify belief systems that truly aren't working for you. They are not helpful. They're just what you have been doing or what you have been told to do forever. And so it's become part of you. So identifying those ones that no longer work for you is very important. Identifying for me that I wasn't a bad mother, that I wasn't harmful, that I wasn't doing things that was causing extreme detriment to others was pivotal in me choosing to stay. 100%, it was right there. The beliefs I had bought into of how I had no value and no worth and the places they came from in this moment don't matter. This is the belief system I had. 
that I couldn't be a proper contribution, that I caused more harm than I caused good in any situation I was in. Once I understood that, once I understood where it came from, then I could let it go. So belief clearing work is very important. And also, I looked at the trauma that I had experienced that also kept those things in place. So trauma work is also really, really important in helping you to overcome these thoughts that you're not good enough, that you shouldn't be here anymore, that you may need to take drastic action. No, it may feel like drastic action working with somebody like myself, who's an energy practitioner and a healer and a coach. That may feel drastic. It may feel last resort. And I get that often. And that's okay. But you're making a choice to do something different. And that is critical. That is important. So we are coming up to our last break now. But I want you to remember again, calling in waves of kindness and letting them flow through you. Excellent tool to help you with the energies right now. This butterfly technique to calm down, to add to a breathing, to add to a meditation, to add to anything else you're doing is a great way to reconnect to your body. And then learning and working with your body, finding out what is your yes and what is your no, and then how to work with it is also super important. All right. Practice. Call in waves of kindness while we go to our next commercial break. Come back after the break, all chilled out, and then we will continue to look at different aspects of what healthy mental health may look like for you, for me, not the world out there, but what is it for yourself? All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here on the Inspired Choices Network with me today. I'm Karen Leslie, your host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, and we'll be right back after these commercials. So don't go away. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. We're in our last segment of today's show. And I want to thank you for being here with me. And thank you to those of you who are listening on the replay. If you have questions, please remember, you can always reach out to me by email, karen at karenlesley.ca. You can also follow me and correspond with me as you if you like as well on Facebook or Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, I even have Pinterest. I mean, it's it's everywhere. You can find me very easily if you Google Karen Leslie. 
And if you're looking for the podcast, of course, on your whatever platform you use, if you haven't downloaded our app yet, then just Google Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And guess what? I'll pop up. So back to what we're doing now. Hey, it's so, so important that you practice those tools that I talked about in the last segment. Use them often, even when you're feeling like you don't really need to use them. Just get into the habit of using them, experiencing them. And then the more you use them, the more your mind is going to register that you like to use that tool. The more your mind gets this message, then the easier, the quicker and the more responsive it's going to be to saying, hey, remember to call in waves of kindness, call in waves of kindness, call in waves of kindness. Send it to that person. They could use some help, too. Oh, do the butterfly technique. Practice it. Tell your mind that this is something you wish to be doing to help yourself. Every time you think of it and you do it, congratulate yourself. Acknowledge that you remembered to do it. Acknowledge that you did it. This is a key component to helping to improve our mental health. Acknowledge the changes. Acknowledge your win. Acknowledge that shift and how you're feeling. Say it out loud. That would be amazing. If you journal, write it out, put it on paper that you did that today. Think it in your thoughts over again. The more often you acknowledge that you've done something for yourself, the more often you acknowledge that you achieved something, the greater the impact it's going to have on you, how you feel about yourself, how you think about yourself, and you'll be given more and more options of different ways that you can continue to move forward. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to when you do something that helps you to feel better. Acknowledge it, praise yourself, pat yourself on the back. It's really important. I could not be here where I am now if I didn't do that on a regular basis. It took courage and strength and bravery, to be perfectly honest, courage, strength and bravery to be where I am today, to move out of where I was. The path I was going to follow, I could not see clearly. I just knew the path I was on was not going to be okay anymore. It needed to change and shift. Not knowing your path, that can be really uncomfortable. And this is where, you know, I had coaches. I've had multiple coaches. I have people that work with me to help me. You can have social worker, psychologist. You can have all kinds of people there to work with you. But acknowledge your wins. Start to actually recognize how brave you are, because even if you have had suicidal thoughts, even if you've been suicidal, you're still here listening to this show, whether it's live with me right now or on the replay. And that means there's a part of you that still wishes to be here. There's more courage, more bravery, more strength inside of you then maybe you have acknowledged and accepted. So if I can say it to you now that you are braver, stronger, and have more courage than you recognize, please accept it. 
please allow yourself to think about that and acknowledge it for yourself. It was so helpful. It was so helpful for me. And I want you to have that same help. The more we support ourselves in a new way of thinking, the more light inside us is going to shine, the more we're going to feel confident, the more we're going to actually want to achieve. And I just, I don't know, my heart, I don't even know what the words are right now. It's just filling with excitement, anticipation, and love and kindness for all of you listening, that you will be able to take a different step after hearing today's show. We all have a place on this earth. None of us are here by mistake. And there is so much kindness that I wish to share with all of you that I hope you are open to receiving, because when we can receive the kindness for ourselves, then we can actually see how important it is for ourselves to be kind to me, for me to recognize who I am. And as I recognize myself, and as you recognize you, you will grow in your mental health state of well-being. There's no one more important than you. There's no one more important than me. And anyone who tells us that that's not true, then that's their personal point of view. It's not the truth. And we are not being selfish. We are recognizing we have a right to be here and to live our life. So on that, I'm sending all of you waves of kindness over and over again. I will be sending you all waves of kindness. For those of you who want support in a more direct way, I have an amazing customized monthly program that I would love to have you be a part of if that's something that interests you, where we work three times a month together directly one-on-one tackling all of these different situations and beliefs and struggles and traumas that come up so that they can be changed and shifted. And you know what? I don't want to use the word cleared because to me, that is an inaccurate word. But together we can do this. So get in touch. Let me know. And in the meantime, practice, practice, practice your waves of kindness. Call it in. Flow it to your plants. Flow it to your your pets. But know that I'll be back here. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.